0: Everybody, it's throwback. You know it's throw back to school. Uh hey, it's throwback to school, everybody, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not. And I am Andrew, the one of the hosts, and with me is my other host, and her name is
1: Magical Liza. Oh, could I be
0: practical Andrew and then you could be magical Liza?
1: <laughs> I mean that fits. Yeah, alright. I don't know. I'm probably more practical than you That's,
0: are. I, I think you're both more practical and more magical than me. <laughs> oh, how about that?
1: Thanks. How about that? <laughs> practical Andrew and Magical Liza yeah. is definitely our, our like on-the-road show name. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be
0: branded as practical so hard. Um, Liza, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Uh, I got a haircut. I adopted a puppy yesterday. It's a good weekend. You know what? I should have led by, by that.
0: I knew about the puppy, and I f- just plum forgot about your haircut. What a nice haircut you have, Liza. I'm Thanks. Looking at you it's on, just a
1: bit shorter. I, well, I'm
0: looking at you at the Zoom, and that uh, haircut is ab fab.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The puppy is also ab
0: The puppy's very cute. And you know what, Liza? We'll talk about it a little more in the surprise prize. Little tease for the surprise, please.
1: Ooh, some suspense in this house. Yikes!
0: Uh, Liza, for everyone Mm -hmm. listening, and Mm -hmm. for the people who just look at the title of the episode and don't listen, but they just love the title to know what we reviewed. Uh, we watched a movie Mm -hmm. that is uh the it encompasses our our names for each other, which is practical and magical. And the title of the movie is Practical Magic with Sandy Bulbul Bowl- Bowl
1: mm-hmm. and the
0: kid man, Nicole. Comma. That's right.
1: Nikki Kid.
0: Nikki Kids. Um, so, Liza, Practical Magic, mm-hmm. tell me. Talk to me. First, talk to me about the movie. <laughs> uh, you know, like, like you can sum up the plot if you want. And then tell me, how did you come across this movie?
1: Okay. I'm very. Uh ambivalent as in i'm excited and scared of what your <clears throat> review of this movie will be but we'll see um can't wait for your comments i'm not um, gonna say anything until we get to it <laughs> excuse me practical magic is a 1998 99 movie with uh Sandra bullock nicole kidman and. Um, I forget the other names, but some lovely people that are totally recognizable.
0: Evan Rachel Wood. And, I was I was surprised to see her. Yeah,
1: she's like a kiddo.
0: Yeah, little kitty.
1: Evan Rachel Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a cute movie. It's kind of hard to tell the story of because there's a lot of different things. So it's about a family, basically uh, a lineage of women from uh like the 1600s that are witches and have been cursed by their uh, great, 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 great -great grandmother or whatever, uh, who was a witch, was uh, kind of... uh, Bad things happened with the villagers and hated her and they banned her. And so she cursed her own family out of uh, despair and uh, feeling uh, bad for herself. Uh, that all the women in her lineage will that will fall in love with men uh, will that their love will kill the men. So there's like that's like the kind of the big story about it. Uh, on top of that, then you fast forward to uh, one of the descendants, are two sisters, uh, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, who both their parents have died, and they were sort of raised, by their aunts who are also witches and they're sort of like these like kooky like old New England ladies that are like just living with each other and they do whatever they want and they're very like freeform hippie kind of vibe um, and they so they grew up with their aunts and they were hated by the townies and then Sandra Bullock grows up and she also has two sis- two daughters and her husband dies. So there's like this thing about the curse. Do you believe in the curse or not? But also all these men keep dying. And uh, Nicole Kidman is like, the two sisters are sort of opposite, but they love each other. Mm-hmm. And while Sandra Bullock tries to be normal with uh, having kids and a-, and a husband who dies and then she's very sad about that. And she's mad at her aunts. And Nicole Kidman is like running free. She like gets the fuck out of the small town. She's tired of it. She's like, she likes boys and boys like her or whatever. And she uh, becomes in love or romantically involved with a bad dude uh, by the name Jimmy Angelov. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, who plays like a Bulgarian dude who like drinks too much and is like dark and broody or whatever the fuck turns out he like is abusive and uh, Nicole Kidman tries to like get out of a terrible situation her sister tries to help her and they kill the guy (laughs) (laughs) to put it lightly (laughs) to put it
0: lightly they kill him and maybe more than once
1: yes they use uh they they sort of accident it's sort of like a them and louise situation where it's like to get out of a really bad situation they try to get out and that ends up with like sort of killing the dude uh and then they try to get out of that situation with magic but it doesn't go well so they have to kill him again and then they try to hide it. This movie is kind of long or there's just a lot going on in it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I always forget because I've like watched it so many times. But this is my second time watching it with Brian, and both times he's like, wait, 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 let's go back. Which this is like the sixth plot.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um
0: You're yeah. at about you're at about, by the way, uh you're at about maybe the halfway point of the movie.
1: Yes so that's the halfway and then the second part is the uh the cop a a cop from arizona shows up who actually has been uh searching for jimmy angelov because he is accused of murdering some poor woman uh and so he's been hunting for for this guy and that's how he ends up at the owens house that's the last name of the sisters uh and so then yeah the second half of the movie is like him trying to figure out if they did kill him or not and them trying to get like to hide the trace of them killing him yeah to not get in trouble or not go to prison or not lose her children um but then uh turns out cindra bullock and the cop are made for each other and they fall in love and everything is fine
0: (laughs) the end (laughs) Um, yeah, this, it, it, so, like, there is a, it's, it's, it is a, it is, it's a movie that it's un, it's under two hours. Mm-hmm. It doesn't somehow. feel, it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, somehow. Like, there's a new plot <laughs> point introduced, like, every 10 minutes in the movie. It's, it, it is a wild ride. I texted you while I was watching the movie that it was not the movie that I thought it was. Ah. I haven't figured out what the movie was that I was thinking of, but it's another movie involving magic. And... Two female leads, but it's about like uh, owning a restaurant together. And I thought that's what this movie was. Is it simply irresistible? Maybe is what I'm thinking of. I have no
1: idea. For a second, I thought maybe you were confusing it with the craft or something. No,
0: I like <laughs> I knew it was about two sisters that were witches, but huh. for some reason, I thought it was maybe I'm gonna look up simply irresistible. Okay, that might be what I'm thinking
1: so when of. you texted that, I thought you were trying, you were saying like that it was like racier than you expected or something like that but Uh you totally thought it was a different plot like it was a different movie and like
0: when the movie starts and you know the two sisters also this is during the time where like you could just cast two famous people and say yeah they're related like there's no yeah, even
1: though they don't look like at all (laughs) Mm,
0: not uh not a thing alike Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman (laughs) do not look alike whatsoever which is like it's like you can have siblings that don't look a lot like each other, but they mm-hmm. probably look a little bit like each other. And there's yeah. no, like, it's just like, they're, like you could, it, like, this is the 90s, so you could say that, like, Chris Tucker and, you know, Sean Penn were brothers or something. Like, you could just, like, <laughs> you could do that. It's just like, hey, two famous people. I guess they're related. Yeah. and. You know, like I when I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, I know why Liza likes this movie because the sisterly bond is really strong, and you're kind of a sucker for you know, especially siblings, siblings yeah. being really strong with each other." Also, um, Sandra Bullock, yeah. and also Sandra Bullock, and Nicole Kidman is also a treasure too. I love Nicole Kidman. Like, uh, they're both great. See, that's
1: my favorite Nicole Kidman movie. There's a lot of Nicole Kidman that I don't, I don't know. I don't. Wa- I don't know. I feel like I don't watch a lot of her recent stuff. Yeah. Or her older stuff, and this is my favorite Nicole Kidman movie. Yeah, and she's yeah.
0: she's really it, she is playing a fun, like mm-hmm. she's much more like the aunt. She's more of a free spirit, and you know just yeah. kind of goes where the wind Fassy takes her or whatever. Um, but yeah, I so when the movie starts and it's like the sisters are kind of like these precocious like kids, and they you know uh, uh Nicole Kidman's character named Jillian. I was mm-hmm. uh, very pleased to hear that. um you know she decides to leave and they they have like a blood pact with each other and then you know sandra bullock is just like well i'm never gonna fall in love and then the the only musical cue of the movie is like her walking through the town and that faith hill song plays and that was like i thought the movie i thought this movie was older i thought like 95 or 96 Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: then like that faith hill song is much newer than that the (laughs) Uh, it's the way you love me. It's feeling like this. Like that That music starts and yeah. it's like, okay, here comes the romantic comedy part of the movie. Yeah. Or like she starts her own restaurant and she falls in love with the sous chef or something. I was like, okay, this is the movie I think it is. Here it goes. And then she does fall in love with the guy from Royal Pains. I forget his name, but very handsome so guy. Cute. He's very yeah. handsome. She like writes her sister a letter. You know, I fell in love with this guy. Don't mm-hmm. even mind his He's beard. He's in the movie.
1: Like he's legit in the movie for like three scenes and all of them he's just smiling at
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's he is he's very cute. I really enjoyed him. He's a very handsome guy. Mm-hmm. Um but he's yeah, you're right. He's in the movie for about three scenes and then they you know, there's this the there's like a death beetle thing where like the when one of the yeah. people in the family hear a beetle, that means that someone's about to die. And so she starts to hear the beetle. She's, like, desperately trying to kill the beetle. Like, that's going to stop her husband, her betrothed, from dying. The cursed. And so his his uh, fake-out death scene and then real death scene are really funny because the tease is he's going to get run over by a bunch of people on bicycles.
1: Um, yeah, like, people are practicing. Saying like tour de france or yeah some shit.
0: <laughs> right and so he's like carrying something through the street and then somebody goes michael look out and it's just like people on their bicycles like 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 they're a bunch of charging bulls or something like they can't get out of his way and you know like it's this it's this hilariously avoidable scene because he's like gulp and then like it, you know then they all of course part out of his way because he's a human being in a road and they're on bicycles yeah and so they're like and so then, yeah. you know, he's, like, got this moment of euphoria, like, oh, this is so relaxing that I'm almost getting hit by these bicycles. And then hur, hur, a, a semi comes and, like, hits him. <laughs> and it's just, like, this this so
1: funny. A semi in the middle of a one- village. Yeah, it's, like-, like,
0: <laughs> it's it, like, you can imagine, like, you know, it, whether they're in, like, Maine or, you know, mm-hmm. some, like, coastal, like, they're in a small town. It's a, You're right. It's like a one-lane road, and mm-hmm. here comes big, you know, honk, like, truck, and then that kills him and runs him over. And I was just like, oh, okay, maybe this is not the movie I was thinking it was. <laughs> and then they introduce the plot with uh, Jillian, where she's with uh, the guy who, at first, when he had his sunglasses on, I was like, is that Johnny Depp? Um, he <laughs> is, like, an abusive boyfriend and has, like, hit her... And, you know, uh, Sally, who is Sandra Bullock goes to pick her up and then they, you know, end up killing him. And just like, I was like, okay, I, that was when I texted you like, okay, this is not the movie I thought it was. Like, I don't know what this (laughs) is, but this is not what I thought it was. Um, so yeah, it is. And like you said, just a new plot point every 10 minutes. Once they've killed, not Johnny Depp, then Aiden Quinn comes in, he's the detective and, you know, he's this like, you know i'm here to find out who killed this man and blah 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 and like
1: yeah somehow he like sort of sounds like he's from texas but he's from arizona right yeah there's something about how he talks that is a little strange it starts
0: it starts like southern lawyer like well i I do declare (laughs) i have never seen a town like this before and it starts to fade and then he just has like a you know once he starts to become like the romantic interest for the movie yeah Then then he's he's like he, he yeah, normalizes and he's no longer this like weird caricature of a, I'm from a you know I'm from a detective agency in Arizona and (laughs) I'm here to find out did you kill this man? you know like (laughs) and he just becomes like cool nice guy with a you know not not cartoony voice but yeah um, yeah it's it's an interesting movie (laughs) Liza
1: um well. I love it. Mm-hmm. I I knew I was gonna love it. This is not a like brand new revisit. I watch this movie on a regular <laughs> basis. I love it. It's it has like it, it does have p- possibly too many plots, which I didn't realize until I watched it with other people. I, I watched this movie a lot by myself. Like I think it, I never really found people that was like they were like into it mm-hmm. like I was, and so. Only recently I've watched it with people like around Halloween or something and realized like sort of like the flaws of the movie. It was like a perfect movie until I watched it with people. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, here's what I'll say. The chemistry between Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman is great. They are electric together. They are. They like as much as I make fun of the fact that they cast them as sisters, they play good sisters together.
1: They have like a really good um yeah like chemistry is a good word they have like a good back and forth because sandra bullock especially at the time is like sort of a comedic actress like rom-com more more comedy because she's you know miss congeniality and like all of that is around the same time and so yeah and and then nicole kidman is like the sixth Symbol or whatever like she's always she, or, she but but in this one it's like this dark version of her like she's like a bit punk like a bit uh maybe like emo or something yeah, and her
0: being kind of the flighty one sort of has her lend more to the comedy side which she's not known for like she's a little yeah. more of the like funny flighty one of the two which you're right would normally be sandra bullock at this time
1: but Cinder, like in this in this movie, she's like you know she wants to finish her homework. Like she's the she's one of the two sisters that like wants to fi- finish her homework on time right. and is like, yeah, she like wants to be normal and like so, a bit more of like straight lace square kind of person. Which she doesn't always. She usually plays the like, yeah, like flaky kind of does whatever she wants tomboy and so in in this movie they sort of like both of these actresses are at the time are doing things that are not what they're cast for usually is this this the same
0: year as Miss Congeniality or was Miss Congeniality later
1: I want to say Miss Congeniality is 2000 we did the movie so I should know but I forget uh we could look it up okay but
0: um, the other thing I want to say um, is the the kid actors, like Evan Rachel Wood mm. and whoever plays the other sister, are so cute. They are uh, genuinely, I, know. I love the little brunette kid. Oh, they are genuinely cute kid actresses. They also play sisters very well. Like, that is the thing is like the 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 familial connection between the actresses is really strong, and that includes the young kid actresses who I believe. like If you just told me, you know, without, you know, revealing that one of them is famous actress Evan Rachel Wood, and you just said, like, oh, there's the two kid actresses that are sisters in real life, I would have believed it just because, like, you know, Evan Rachel Wood has a little bit of, like, you know, protectiveness over the younger sister, but, like, at Mm -hmm. the same time, like, the younger sister is always, like, making sure to point out when, like, Evan Rachel Wood's being unfair to their mom. (laughs) And, you know, like, the scene where, like, it's... It's sad. The scene after um, her husband dies, Mm -hmm. like she's just been stuck in bed for days and Evan Rachel Wood, Wood's character comes in and she tries to get her out of bed. And then she like makes some joke about how like, well, I guess I'll go do, you know, you know, I'll drive the car by myself or something. It's not exactly that, but she makes some like joke about Mm -hmm. like doing a grown up thing by herself. And then her mom's like, get in here. You know, like makes her come into bed with her and they have this cute like snuggle scene. And like, this, the family stuff in this movie is really good. I'll say that. Like, it's, the, like, mm-hmm. I believe all the stuff about the family. It's funny that this movie came out probably about the same time as uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the TV show, because, like, oh, yeah. having two sort of, like, you know, witch aunts who are also, like, kind of, you know, cool, but, like, also flighty, like, it's it's sort of like a, I don't want to say a trope because it, you know, happened in a TV show and a movie, but having like these sort of like cool aunts who are rich witches is like very much like a thing of its time.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I forgot that 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 is becomes a pattern, and and I wonder if it's like, I don't know. Like I think there's this idea that like your aunt is always going to be like the cool version of your mom kind of thing, like or your dad, like. They're because they're like they're not your mom but they have all the like same cultural familiarity that your parents would have mm-hmm. they're just but because they're not your parent they like their rules are like a lot looser or right. they don't have rules and so maybe it's like coming from this like fantasy of like living with your aunts would be so fun well it's the they
0: and, <laughs> they, and they do that too when um the mom dies Mm-hmm. And the they you know Sandra Bullock and and Nicole Kip and his kids move in with their aunts, and they go we eat chocolate cake for breakfast, and it's just like yes, cool aunts like yeah. I can't believe it. We get to eat chocolate <laughs> cake for breakfast. Like it's yeah, you're right. It is like a
1: well, wow, so our funny. aunts are are so much cooler than our mom. I'm glad she mm-hmm. died. There's yeah, I'm I'm glad you picked up on that. That the the family lineage and like the patterns are like they are super repetitive because like the witch the the original witch that like casts the curse because you see a little bit of that because they sort of tell the story as this like narrative of like oh well you know great 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 mary owens or whatever this happened to her and then she cast the spell or the or the curse on the rest of her family and she's this like gorgeous lady with like curly black poofy hair Mm -hmm. Um, and then you see the scene when Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman are kids. And you see their parents really quickly, just like one scene, basically. And the mom is a redhead with really long, straight hair. Uh-huh. And then then you get Sandra Bullock that has like the big, poofy, curly black hair. And Nicole Kidman that has the straight um, red hair. And then Cinder Bullock's daughters are also the same thing with the hair. Like, they don't really look alike, but there's, like, a special bond between them. And you could see, you can imagine the ants also, like, maybe one of them also having, like, red hair. Like, they have, like, older gray salt and pepper hair, so you can't tell what color it was. But they also, like, don't look, they don't look the same at all, but they also have a special bond with each other. And and I do like that there's this, like, big, arcing, like pattern of the family Mm -hmm. um yeah my least favorite thing about the movie and it's really only the only negative thing about the movie if you ask me Mm -hmm. um is the insult rhyme song that the bully little kids come up with yeah for both generations of of the cinder generation and her daughters all they could come up with is which witch which you're a witch 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 mm-hmm. like if you if like I never understood that because it <laughs> this is such a detail but it doesn't make any sense if you're sure there are bullies and sure like they're supposed to be the weirdos of the town or whatever but they're also no like everybody in the town sort of believes and they think they know that they are witches even though they don't like profess it like you know they don't really show their magic but Uh because they're weird and nobody likes them because they're weird then therefore they're witches and there's like this long-lasting uh you know rumor that they are witches around the town but then why would you use that as the insult towards them
0: like, uh, it's, it's, could you
1: just be like, yeah, I am. Like, what are you saying? Like, I don't know. It's just like so silly to me that that's the best, like, rhyming insult that they could come up with for the kids to scream like that.
0: Well, I hate to correct you, Liza, but I was watching with the subtitles on. Oh. <clears throat> and the chant is, which, witch, you're a B word, which, which.
1: Oh, is that what they're
0: saying? That in this according to the subtitles, that is what the chant is.
1: I've never heard that. Did you <laughs>
0: hear that with your ears? Um, it's it's hard because like it's you know, it's a bunch of kids chanting, so like it, yeah. you know, could just be that, that there their B's sound like W's anyways, but according Ooh. to the subtitles, that's what they were chanting. Um
1: Those are really little kids, kids to, to be, be saying. I that. agree
0: with you. I agree with you. I <laughs> I think it's inappropriate, and I think the movie should be banned. I think you're right. Um,
1: oh, no. Yeah, I
0: don't think that anybody should be allowed to watch this movie ever again. For that reason, and Liza, I think you should champion this cause, and I think you're right to do it. Um, <laughs> the the scene that I that I call into question, Your Honor, um, Okay. and here is my evidence you judge, um, is the scene that kind of threw me through a loop. So they kill uh, the, Jimmy, twice Mm -hmm. they bury him in the backyard and then Mm -hmm. shit starts to go wild around the house so like these roses start growing people start like acting strangely like the the ants are like sort of like they're singing this song that jimmy was singing so everybody starts freaking out
1: somehow a a bottle of the liquor that jimmy liked to drink showed up on the porch
0: so the ants go you know what peace out you're gonna solve your own problem goodbye yeah and it's one thing if like they, if the, the two nieces, you know, decided that they were going to like, uh, like use magic to like make themselves rich or something. But like they buried, they killed and buried, uh, like a guy who is at this point, like a confirmed murderer at, at the very mm-hmm. least, like a serial abuser. And the answer just like, well, your problem, we're going on vacation. Goodbye. Goodbye. And they they leave for like the entirety almost the entirety of uh Aiden Quinn's character coming in. Like as soon as they leave, he enters frame, basically. It's like they may as well have like passed each other on the set. It was like such like two ships passing yeah. in the night. But
1: With a high five. Yeah, like,
0: hey, mo- yeah. The, yeah, the movie's yours, now you take care of it. Um and so they <laughs> they um they tell um you know, they they have this thing. And so, like, they, they disappear for, like, 30, 40 minutes of the movie and then just sort of, like, Ooh. conveniently arrive to, like, help them finish off the job of of uh, casting out Jimmy's spirit, which has now inhabited uh, Nicole Kidman's character. And I did think that, like, so there's a scene where they think they've gotten rid of Jimmy and Nicole Kidman's kind of moving around and I was like, "Oh, she's still possessed." And then it turns out she was. And I thought like she was doing a good job of like she gave the cue with her like body language before the movie gave away the plot point that she had been mm-hmm. taken over again. So, I thought that was that was good, but the whole thing with the answer the answer mm-hmm. just like, "Hey, you guys have 40 minutes of the movie. We're going to go take a vacation. Goodbye." was uh, not my favorite plot point.
1: Yeah, but- yeah. I, I agree with you. I. It, it's funny because they also they may, the 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 ants, it's they're really a prop to the plot because they do that also when. Uh. When Sally, tells them, I'm gonna go save, my sister. Yeah. From. Situation that's happening over there, and she doesn't know quite yet what's going on over there yet, and and she's like, "You got to take care of my daughters," and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just gonna go to the festival together." Mm-hmm. They're like, "We're gonna dance into the moon naked or whatever." Like they make a joke about it, and so they're you're right. There are like these specific plot points where it's like really handy that the ants are ready to bolt out randomly and yeah. only be in the house when they're na- when they're needed, um, and it it. For the movie, it doesn't make any sense that when the shit is hitting the fan pretty hard at that point that they would be, like, good luck, good luck surviving. Yeah,
0: like, um, hope, hope this murderer guy doesn't come back and kill both of you.
1: Yeah, uh, including your daughters. Yeah, like, they're, they're leaving the,
0: all of them. That was the other thing is, like, this is your mess. You clean it up. You'd think, like, if that were the case, they would have taken the young children with them yeah. and said, like, okay, you have you have truly, like, stirred the shit too much. Like, this is too much for us. We're out of here. We're also going to take our, you know, grandnieces, grand-nieces or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, we're going to take them away to safety while you deal with this thing. But instead, they're just like, hey, this is too much for us. We're getting out of here. And uh, you and your daughters deal with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and, and, you know, so I... Uh, I don't quite recall how I came across this movie. My guess is that it just came... On the TV, like back home, randomly, you're, you're and also, I happened to see it. You're also just
0: like a Sandy Bobo fan, so I'm sure that, like, you know, yeah, maybe like you I went were, to the.
1: I was at Blockbuster and saw her face on, and I was like, salt yeah, magic and Sandy Bobo." <laughs> um, but uh, a couple years ago, I did listen to the audiobook of the of that which is also called practical magic
0: oh i didn't know this was based on a book
1: and it's it has a fair amount of differences in terms of uh like genre or 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 no sorry or in terms of audience this movie is like you can see it uh, maybe not when you're really little because there's some parts that are pretty scary and they do like talk about like abusive sex a couple times. Um, so I would say it's more like late teenage is appropriate for this movie. The book is not I would not recommend it for anybody younger than like eighteen. maybe We
0: have a lot of it... uh, we have a lot of preteens listening to the podcast, Liza, so <laughs> good qualifier
1: um the uh the book so there are parts in the movie where they sort of hint at things that could be violent in the book they just go straight like she she it's a woman writer she just it's pretty raw and like explicit and pretty spooky in that way um and I think in the book there are reasons why the ants disappear randomly and I because, like, the festival thing, they sort of mention it in this movie, but in the book, that's a whole chapter. They actually describe the festival, like, which festival or whatever or pagan celebration they go to. And so I'm wondering if maybe in the book it made sense for them to leave the second time. And in the movie, they were like, well, we don't know how to write them back in, but we also don't know how to explain why they left, so mm-hmm. we're just going to have them say, like, peace out good luck with that problem and either in the book i don't quite recall right but yeah they didn't really manage that very well or like i don't know why they couldn't have uh well the only reason why they can't keep him is because they solve the problem well like they help him get rid of jimmy Angelov's right spirit or whatever when and they- so i think and you're right it's at the same time that the cop shows up so if the ants were there when the cop shows up then it is likely that they would just tell him what happened because they are like they kind of don't give a shit about the rest of the world like they are really honest all the time so i guess it just like gives them time to introduce that character yeah Yeah, i guess it it it, i'll I'll take your plea (laughs) okay fair it's a fair argument yes
0: yes i win um so liza so they they uh they the, the i do mo-
1: there is like oh, oh. go ahead oh uh all i was gonna say is that there is like other little bits in the movie that are like also like my perfect kind of storytelling because it has like it's it's similar to like the the Adams family where they and I just watched both of them this month so that's why I'm thinking about that but where the the there's a, heroes there's a hand of that them. moves around
0: by itself uh, <laughs> big fur monster just kind of hanging out in the house yeah I understand that. I see the similarities too <laughs>
1: <laughs> They call each other with Italian names the Owens um, <laughs> family <Ba-da-da-dun. laughs>
0: They're witches and their sisters <laughs>
1: Um, but the idea is that your, your, your main characters and who you're rooting for is the quote unquote weirdo. But then when you have regular or normal people on screen, you're realizing how strange normal people are. Do you know what I mean? Like, Uh like that's like the whole point of adam's family it's like the weirdos in the movie end up being the regular people where you're like what yeah i guess that is a weird thing to say or that is a weird custom to do um and it's sort of similar in in practical magic because the whole time that sally is trying to be normal in a small town who by the way the small i don't know about the small town but the house that they live in used to be on bainbridge island Oh. by us just across the water from seattle for those of you that don't know uh it's now demolished which is sad because i didn't get to see it in real life but it is possible that they also shut the the small town in like on Baybridge island but i don't quite or maybe it's would be but it's one of the islands across from seattle okay for the house at least anyway uh but she's trying to stay to like have the normal life and be normal because she's like tired of her family being portrayed as the weird ones but then she she's part of the like the pta thing with all the bitchy moms Mm -hmm. they're super mean they're the same kids they used to call them bitch witch or whatever about 20 years earlier and now they're all grown up and have their own kids and have this like emergency tree line bullshit where they like keep nominating the same popular mom and sally keeps going because she still tries to be the normal pta mom even though everybody hates her and then at the end it flips on its head and they actually ask they use the tree to like call help from the rest of the women to take the like spirit demon out of nicole kidman's body yeah that was the part i was gonna bring up you haven't seen it but it makes sense when you watch (laughs) yeah i was
0: i was that was what i was gonna sum up the movie with is yeah so jimmy takes over nicole kidman and then they use a phone tree to find other women to help uh fill out their coven which ends up being like a bunch of the moms
1: yeah like come in and they're like a couple of them work for Sally at the at their little like apothecary shop that she started. So they're actual friends, but then the rest of the women have been horrible this entire time. Mm-hmm. And one of the few reasons they say why they came is like, I always wanted to see the inside of your house. <laughs> or like a couple of them actually, the thing that is more explained in the book is that the, although the women always talk about them behind their back and are mean to them in the town they do come to the to the owens family for like they pay them for like love potions and things like that but they don't tell anybody which they show that a little bit in the movie with the ants where there's like a woman coming in to like curse a man they do they show that in the book a lot more where they there's this weird relationship where they hate them but they also come and like get their potions and get their curses and pay them for that um and anyway, it sort of ends with this idea of like, you know, sisterhood mm-hmm. in a greater sense. It's not just like blood sisters, but it's like women have to be, you know, there for each other kind of thing. And it sounds really cheesy, but they there's just something about that that like, honestly, and wonderful. And they also are like, as soon as they see, also they're like oh they're giddy and they're having fun and then they see in the the state then Nicole Kidman is in where she's like sweating because she's like like basically uh it's like the exorcist like she's you know possessed or whatever and they make jokes about like oh I've been hung up on a man before but not like not that bad Mm -hmm. you know like it's all all they like come together because they're they're realizing like the impact of this abusive man had on um on on Jillian and anyway. It was it's a great uh heartwarming story with <laughs> demons and spirits and yeah. dead people. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Liza, to sum up, what would you give practical magic mm-hmm. out of Five. Let's say five different colored eyes. <laughs> <clears throat> deep cut. Man. That, that was a. Cut. That was a. Yeah, that was a sub point, subplot point. By the way, we didn't bring up where it turns out. Uh, Sally had written this letter, or she had like described her perfect man when she was a kid. And she described a man who couldn't exist so that she wouldn't have to fall in love. Turns out that man did exist and it was Aiden Quinn. So
1: Right. Which yeah, she like casts a spell to make sure that she never falls in love, but the man she describes exists and yeah. therefore he falls in love with her. And so they have this awkward moment where she's like, Well, I basically
0: called made for you. you
1: and made you fall in love with me. Like I created your 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 feelings and your faith and so or your yeah whatever your, yeah and so he was just I'm, like uh, yeah. cool
0: i don't care like you're hot yeah he's
1: yeah you're hot and it's beautiful out here and i flip pancakes like a boss yeah and your daughters are hella cute let's yeah. go
0: so that's that's the different eye colored thing but so liza how many different colored eyes out of five would you give this movie
1: it's a 10 out of five a 10 out of five it broke the <laughs> scale it's so perfect it doubled the points
0: that's true and you said <laughs> there's only one thing wrong with it and it turned out to be a pretty minuscule thing so I yeah I mean you're yep. right it's double perfect
1: <laughs> it yeah I I don't think I'll ever get tired of this movie. It's cheesy as as shit, but there's a lot of really good parts in it, really good acting uh the okay, the music is does get antiquated. Yeah. Like I... there's there's well there's your Stevie Nicks, which is to be expected and um and then some other people that I don't recall right now, but I had to look up the soundtrack because I was like it's a lot of like nineties women country yeah. and rock Faith singers. Hill. Faith Hill. Yeah, here you go. So I don't know. The soundtrack is probably not my favorite as opposed to all the other movies I love but uh yeah how about you it was your first time did you hate it
0: I didn't hate it but it's <laughs> like it it I mean it is like because there's so much going on it kind of feels a little messy just because mm-hmm. like you know like the the scene where the like follow like so Jillian gets uh possessed by Jimmy and it's like this kind of like mm-hmm. oh my gosh this is really scary and then it's like to the phone tree and it's like it like the the sequence of like her like calling people <laughs> on the phone is like it's done very silly and so like just because like stuff mm-hmm. like that it seems to happen a lot where it's like oh no my sister she's in trouble and it's like huh, got to turn to the phone tree <laughs> like it's it the the juxtaposition of those two things it just kind of that happens a lot in the movie but I didn't hate it I I comfortably give it two and a half different colored eyeballs out of five
1: wow nice yeah it's yeah i i will give it to you the tone the tone keeps switching between like dark spooky halloween movie and like sisterhood of traveling pants yeah like (laughs) yeah but better
0: uh are you ready for the surprise prize
1: oh am i oh am i let's go practical
0: Here you go, magical. The magical tones of the flute of Fernando. Welcome to November, Fernando. Oh, Fernando, it's November. Hi, Fernando. I hope you had a good Halloween, Fernando. I hope you got a lot of candy, Fernando. All right, Liza. Our surprise prize... As I teased, you just got a doggy. <laughs> He's got a little yes, doggy, little doggy. And um, as of yesterday, you were still coming up with a name for your dog. I, maybe you've co- maybe you have decided since you kept calling it uh, Garbanzo on the on the pre-call. That to me means that you have uh, picked a name. But in lieu of if you have not named the dog yet or not, I have mm-hmm. turned to the internet. And Ooh. I have found some uh, celebrity dog names, and so I'm going to oh, okay. I'm going to give you the name of the dog, and I'm going to give you a selection of celebrities, and you get to decide whose dog is this.
1: <gasps> I love this game. Sorry, was that loud?
0: No, not at all. <laughs> Let's
1: Ow. go. That's so exciting.
0: Okay, Liza, are you We're ready all for this? Deaf now. Are you ready to figure out? So ready. Whose dog is this? Dun, 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 dun. All right. Here we go. The first dog, Liza, is named mm-hmm. Poppy. And the oh, wow. celebrities you get to choose from are Jake Gyllenhaal, Paris Hilton, Sandra Bullock, Rachel Ray, or Matthew McConaughey.
1: Poppy
0: P O P P Y P O P P Y. A. Hey,
1: Paris Hilton.
0: Liza, this is Sandy Bolbol's dog. Her dog's name uh-huh. is Poppy. Oh. Uh-huh.
1: Cute. Okay. Okay, so this is going to sound mean, but I was like, Poppy is sort of like a basic bitch name dog, so it must be Paris Hilton. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Sandra
0: Bobo. Wow, she's going to be crushed. Um, When she listens to this, she's going to be really upset. Okay. <clears throat> this dog's name is Flossie. Your choices are Amanda Seafried, Demi Moore, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Drew Barrymore, or Jessica Alba?
1: Flossie? hmm
0: F-L-O-S-S-I-E.
1: Drew Barrymore.
0: That's right. Drew Barrymore is correct.
1: <gasps> I don't know how I guessed that. It just sounded like weird enough. I don't know. Drew Barrymore is kind of weird, right? <laughs>
0: I guess so. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I picture her as being very, like, you're sort of the stereotypical, like, uh like fairy pixie girl. Okay. Or whatever that trope is. That's fair. Manny Manny fairy pixie girl?
0: Fair. Yeah. Manic. Yeah, you're right. Okay. This <laughs> next one is Nash. Nash. Your, cho- your choices are Lady Gaga... Miley Cyrus, Pink, Selena Gomez, or Vanessa Hudgens?
1: Shit! You picked those. It's probably a music thing, but they're all musicians. Shit. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm leaning towards Cyrus or Gaga. Although Hudson would be a good pick. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Liza, it's pink. It is pink. No.
0: Okay. This is a list of food-related celebrity dog names. I love it. Okay. Obviously. This dog's name is Mocha. Nice. Here are your choices. Adam Sandler. Hugh Jackman Victoria Beckham Kim Kardashian or Selma Blair
1: oh god Um, I'm just gonna pick Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman
0: is correct
1: nice Mocha is sort of a classic
0: yeah okay Liza this is the
1: last one are you ready uh, two out of four so far. I'm not doing too bad.
0: Yeah, so this, this will this will decide it if you win the game Tip or the lose scale. the
1: game. That's right.
0: Okay. The name of this dog is Jim Carrey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kayla Knowles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Celebrity, past guest. Okay, so Jim Carrey. Your choices are Adele, Jim Carrey, <laughs> Haley Baldwin, <laughs> Martha Stewart, or Charlize
1: Theron? Oh, my God. All these options are weird. Uh, Adele?
0: Liza, I'm sorry you have lost the game. It was Haley Baldwin has named her dog Jim Carrey. She was such a huge fan of his impression of Joe Biden on SNL that she named her dog Jim Carrey.
1: This is a recent? No, no, no,
0: no, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Decision? I'm just kidding. No, oh.
1: no, no, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, I totally fell for it. I was like, <laughs> Joe Biden, really? I mean, it's not a bad Joe Biden, but like he's known for so many more things. And it's
0: also like a two-week-old <laughs> impression or something. Like he just recently yeah. started doing
1: yeah. Joe Biden.
0: Anyways, that was <laughs> the game, Liza. Uh, uh, who is,
1: who's Haley
0: Baldwin? Haley Baldwin is... Is she ju- Justin Bieber's betrothed? Maybe. Let me look real quick while we're. Um, <laughs>
1: is this, uh, you know, the middle age? Are people betrothed betrothed these days? Yes, they again? are.
0: Um, and by the way, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber's girlfriend, maybe wife. I don't know. His si his Siggy, his. But she's other. like
1: she. Mm.
0: His boo. Mm. Yes, his boo. Um, speaking of our booze, uh, you can all be our booze by subscribing to our Patreon, by going to patreon.com slash go talk studio and getting our bonus episodes there, and also by subscribing to what, Liza? What would you like us to follow?
1: I G Insta Instagram, you know, you Throw know back to school over there, and on Twitter, uh TBT cool is the handle we use and facebook direct to school and check out all the cool things we share and type
0: yeah yeah it's so cool we're typing over there um and anyways thanks everybody for listening and we will see you tomorrow